Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in. Happy Friday. It's the happy hour. We're uh, switched up the schedule a little bit. I'll be going till noon today. Then I'll stay in here with Vershawn from 12 to 3. And then, surprisingly enough, if you guys aren't tired of my voice by then, hopefully, um, I'll be sticking around with Nathan for the water cooler from 3 to 4. So I I got a text during the break that said, Sorry, Nick. T-shirts are $40 plus tax at the Men's College World Series. Somebody bought theirs yesterday. Um, visiting or watching some Texas baseball practice. So screw the $25 for a t-shirt, I guess. Uh, that's a good time to bring in Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. First of all, hello, Steve. Hey, Nick. How you doing? Good. All right. So are you going to the College World Series at all? I have no plans as of yet. Um, I'm, if I had to guess, I'd say no, but I will be watching uh, closely from my uh, couch here in South Lincoln. Ha- have, have you heard how ridiculous ticket prices are? Yes, I have. Um, that's uh, that's kind of disappointing, actually, because you know I I know a lot of people around here are excited every time every time College World Series comes around, and you know when they pump up the prices like that, it's just kind of like you know like come on, come on, man. So uh, it, it's disappointing to say the least. Um, before we go any farther, I mean, how dead are the Cubs? Oh, they're the deadest. Like we were okay, talking good. about before, they're they're the dead of the dead. They're they're in the ground. The the dirt is is over top of them. The casket is nailed shut. Um, you know, it's on the bright side. I have a lot more nights to myself. That I is guess, true. Uh, that that is I true. that I can watch doing something else other than watching bad baseball. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. That's true. I mean, I guess you know Christopher Morell is a bright spot for the Chicago Cubs. However, yeah. everybody else is just a giant dark spot and need to be fired. Yes, absolutely. I I agree. I, I wasn't um, when when Christopher Morrell got brought up. I wasn't too sure about him. Neither was because, I. You know, he's he's super small, and and um, I I just didn't know a lot about him. But but man, after watching him, you know, and and the kind of the streak he had getting on base, I was you know he, he's a likable guy. He's a guy you like to root for. So yeah, yeah. you're you're completely right. Out outside of Christopher Morrell, yikes. Yeah, I, I agree. Frank Schwindel looks like he should be a lawyer and, and just not oh. play baseball. So, all right, let's 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 talk a little Husker baseball first before we move on to Husker ba- football. We'll just stick with with baseball right now. They've had kind of a tumultuous off season. We've talked about it a little bit on on the show before, but I mean, there's been a couple of new updates. They got a transfer from Oklahoma State as well. 
Um, and, and Leighton Banjoff's committed to Bowling Green, Jack Style to North Dakota State, and Braxton Bragg to, to Dallas Baptist. I mean, do we feel like this was more of of guys just leaving the portal, or excuse me, leaving the program to go to the portal, or, or do you think it was more of, of the coaching staff kind of giving them a, a little nudge to say, hey, we gotta we got to move on and do this thing without you? I think there's a little bit of truth to both of okay. those um, uh, uh, things because I, I, I think that the coaching staff knew that there, need, there needed to be a change um, with the roster. It needed to be flipped. But also on the other end, sometimes sometimes guys are just okay and cool with moving on from the program and, yeah. and you know, trying trying to play baseball somewhere else. I, I, I think that that's, you know, that's, can be said for many many things in life just a new change of scenery can do can do good things for guys but um yeah I, I, they they needed they needed change the the coaches obviously needed to make some changes that uh, last year couldn't can't happen again yeah. um and so right now i think they got unofficially 19 new guys coming in upset to come in with uh seven true freshmen and i think 10 10 junior college additions plus the two d1 transfers like you mentioned with kid and Brombaugh from Oklahoma State, and then uh, Casey Burnham, the Grand Island native, uh, come, coming over from Kansas. Um, so I, I, I think when I look at this um, and, and how it's shaping up this, this offseason, yeah, uh, they wanted to make some changes, the coaching staff to the roster, um, but also on the other end, sometimes it's just guys want to move on and, and play elsewhere. We're joined by Steve Mark of Hill Varsity here on the Happy Hour. Steve, sticking a couple more baseball here for you. What does it say about Will Bolt? I mean, he's still a relatively young head coach. I mean, if you think about it, he had one of his seasons taken away due to COVID. The other season that they did win a Big Ten title was in a conference-only slate. What does it tell you about head coach Will Bolt in realizing that they needed to make changes? And even if they were wholesale changes, they are changes after just one kind of rocky season. Yeah, I think that's a that's actually a really good point because it, it's at least telling me that you know he's seeing that there's a problem and he's attempting to correct it. Um, he's not just kind of waiting around. I don't know if you could say the same thing with us, like you know the football program. Exactly. You know, hate to throw you know have a ricochet shot here with Scott Frost, but you know he, he uh, maybe waited a little bit too long to make some changes with with um, within his program with the assistants and, and stuff, but. Uh, you know, when you look at baseball and on Will Bolt's side, I, I think he saw the he saw the problem, and uh, he's attempting to fix it right now with with how he thinks is is going to do best, and that's with the roster and, and kind of flipping it and bringing in some some new guys from the junior college ranks who are really hungry, who, who want to play want to play baseball for for Nebraska and, and want to do things how Will Bolt wants them to do. Um, so I think that you know it, it shows it shows um, some good things with with Will Bolt as a head coach that he's able to identify the problem and is correcting to fix it almost immediately. When when uh, you look at Husker football now, let's make the transition. Steve Mark is is joining us um, for from Hale Varsity. I guess actually we're going to re- reverse track to baseball. I apologize. How much would no scholarship limit help Nebraska in college baseball? Mm, man. Yeah, I think uh I think I think it would help them because I think a lot of people would enjoy playing for a guy like uh Will Bolt and, and the staff with uh Lance Harvell and, and everybody in there. I think um that's an interesting question and I haven't really gave it a bunch of thought, but um no scholarship limit. Yeah, that would be I think um I think it would be good for a place like Nebraska. Um just because I think that, you know, they have a lot of 
I have a lot of good things um, that baseball players would want here. The fan base is great, um, yeah. and I think a lot of people would want to, I guess, play. A lot of guys would want to play here um, in, in, in a program like like Nebraska has. Because I, I'm sitting here, and I want, I want to hear your thoughts on this, because I've been sitting here the last couple of weeks and thinking about that. If Nebraska, Because Nebraska would be a place that – that uses 25 scholarships on baseball. They would they would put money and invest money into baseball that in yeah. turn would help them gain national recognition and the conference because you look at it now and the conference is, conference is hurting, especially with the departure of Eric Bakich at Michigan and, and heading to Clemson. I mean, Will Bolt's kind of, if you ask somebody from the SEC to name a Big Ten baseball manager, I think they'd have a tough time naming more than one. And so now with Eric Backage gone, that loses kind of a, a popular name in the, in the college baseball world. So if you're looking at, at a way to earn some national recognition or just respect and a way to elevate your conference, I feel like that's an easy way to, to kind of try to invest money in, in, is by taking away the scholarship limit. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Uh, I think, you know, doing that would kind of, you know, unlock the door, I guess, and, and have a lot of people – uh, be interested in in the sport in general, um, especially around here. And and I think you know if, if there wasn't a scholarship limit, I I just think that a lot of guys would enjoy playing here and, and coming here. And you know if you get more talented guys coming here, obviously you're going to win more games, win yeah. more games, open a lot more eyes, get the attention going, um, and and a lot of cool things like that. Couple more before we let you go. We're talking to Steve Mark of Hill Varsity here. All right, let's transition to football. Uh, put baseball kind of put a bow on that for for the time being right now Husker football they, they've kind of gotten back into Texas they got the commitment of Riley Van Poppel last week they uh, ha- are having two guys from the state of Texas visit this week how important is it for Nebraska to get back into Texas and because that was kind of made a big deal last year Joel Klatt talked about it on, on Fox and I believe with Colin Cowherd how bad Nebraska needs to get back to recruiting in Texas and now it's kind of becoming a reality with the addition of Mickey Joseph and Brian Applewhite to the staff, especially coming from from TCU. So, I mean, how important is it that Nebraska is getting back down into Texas and Louisiana and places like that? Yeah, when I was growing up, I, I had always been and just reading and watching as much about college football as I can. There was always three three main states um, that that I always heard. You know, you need to recruit. You need to recruit, and it was always Florida, California, and then Texas. Mm-hmm. And then I would always look at you know NFL quarterbacks. Where are they from? A lot of them are from Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's just a different product down there. Uh, it's a different, it's a different culture down there. They they absolutely live, breathe uh, uh, football, and I and I really like that. And I I just think that they groom um, really really good um, football players. And I think Riley Van Poppel is an excellent excellent um, recruit pickup for for ne- for Nebraska. He's a very very athletic uh, guy. If you watch his huddle film, he they have him playing offense and defense, um, not just on defense. Um, he's athletic enough that they put him at H back as an offline uh, tight end, and you know he's doing a lot of pulling and blocking and even catching some pa- some passes. So uh, they just breed. Uh, Texas as a state just has a lot of great athletes, and and they seem to really breed um, football players. And I think that you know it would serve Nebraska really, really well if you know if they can keep can keep continuing to have a presence there. Because as as Brian Applewhite, Nebraska's running backs coach, said, you know when he it was a different it was a different feel when he was wearing the I think he said like in the spring he he had a Nebraska polo on and he would walk into a Texas high school Texas high school and it would have a different feel than the TCU polo had. Um, I think that there's you know and Applewhite said that there's still a a, a 
presence uh, that Nebraska has down there, that the name still means something down there in Texas high schools. And I think that's just very cool. And I think it opens the door now with Applewhite on staff, along with Mickey Joseph and, and Bill Bush even, uh, to, to go in there and, and start getting more, more athletes. So I'm, I'm really excited for the future of Nebraska and, 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 and Texas in the state of recruiting. How, how alarmed were you by the, the Cade McIntyre commitment to Oklahoma? Were you, were you, does it bother you at all? No, not, not, uh, not, not at all. Um, yeah. I, I, I know that, you know, Kate and Kate and his older brother, uh, Koa, they're, they're really great athletes. And, you know, I'm all for when, when somebody wants to just kind of, uh, move out of state and experience something. And it's, you know, I, I've, I've read that, and I read that their um, family are a big Oklahoma fans. So, you know, if you're coming from their, from their perspective, from their shoes, you know, if you're, if your childhood favorite program growing up just offers you, obviously you're going to take a visit. You're, you're going to take a visit. You're probably going to like it and you might commit. So I, I totally understand, you know, Cade wanting to go out and, you know, play for, play for a program that he grew up rooting for and everything. And, you know, I, I hope he, I, I wish him, I wish him well. One more before we let you go. We're talking to Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Uh, you wrote an article the other day on Chubba Purdy and how he's trying to create chemistry with some teammates and, and things like that. What, what would your reaction be if Chubba Purdy's the starter? Because are are we for sure that Casey's going to be the number one guy? Yeah, I don't I don't know if anybody should be one hundred percent sure about that. I think that's just kind of what everybody kind of uh, gained just from like watching how the spring played out. Because you know he he was he was up there during the press conference. He mm-hmm. only threw you know four passing attempts in the spring game, and then he was on the sideline. He was getting interviewed. He just acted like you know a starting quarterback. Like uh, he just acted like it. Yeah. But you know, when you just kind of dig in and, and look at what Chubba Purdy kind of went through this spring with his with his foot problems, with his feet problems, I, I just think that you know if he was fully healthy and fully able to show the coaches and his teammates what he's capable of at quarterback, I think that it might have been a little bit tighter. But mm-hmm. as of right now, you know, if you're going to start. Uh, start a game tomorrow. I think I think Casey Thompson should absolutely be the starting quarterback for sure. Um, but is it is it a little bit tighter right now? Like I I, I think it might be. I think it might be. But uh, you know we're not we're not gonna know until it's it's game time August twenty seventh in Dublin. That's true. I, how important is it for Nebraska to just have like a normal seat of the season? Beat the teams you're <laughs> supposed to beat. Yeah, yeah. I think that's incredibly important. I think that that's you know it's it all starts and it's. It's kind of funny when you think about how important a season opener is. Yeah. Um, at Nebraska right now, it's just so important right now. Just to not get out of, you cannot leave Dublin with a loss. You just mm-hmm. can't do it, in my opinion. Um, it, everything's going to just. Um, I don't know if the season would be over um, with a loss with with Nebraska, but it's sure, sure as heck not going to feel good or, or look good. Exactly. It's going to have you know the same kind of. Um, connotations and the same kind of vibe uh, that last year started off with, and you know, in, in, in Scott's fifth year, uh, Coach Frost's fifth year here with the contract situation that he has and the buyout dropping from from fifty million to seven point five on o- October first, the Indiana game is just not going to bode well if they if they leave Dublin with the loss. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a special or a, a super important week zero game against the Wildcats. All right, Steve, appreciate the time as always. Good stuff. Enjoy the the men's college world series this week, next week and a half, and and uh, hopefully we can forget about our our dead Cubs. 
Yes, I will forget about the dead cubs. Thanks for having me on, Nick. Yep, see you later. That is Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Appreciate his time as always. Good stuff from him. Yeah, it, it just feels when when we talk about the starting quarterback position, and I was as as much as anyone saying there's no chance that Casey Thompson doesn't come in and, and isn't the starter. And and it feels like the closer that we're getting to fall camp, that, that space, like Steve said, that space in between Casey and Chuba just keeps on narrowing down. Now, I'm not saying eventually here on August 27th, Casey's not going to be the starter because I think he will be. But, man, I feel like it's going to be a whole lot closer than some people are making it seem. And uh, we'll just have to see what how, how this thing plays out. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll get you ready for Vershawn Jackson, the captain, here in a couple minutes. But first, we'll we'll take a break. We'll close out happy hour and, and move on, move you on with the rest of your Friday. Coming up in a couple minutes, you're listening to the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. Get in touch with the show, 402-464-5685. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible, they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavis and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. 